Live life by choice, not requirement. There's only one way to get there from here. Be the resource your community needs. Welcome to the Relax I Got This podcast and start crushing it with your tribe with host Robin McCoy. Here's your host. Hi, I'm Robin McCoy, Texas realtor, tribe builder. Welcome to Relax I Got This, crushing it with your tribe, where we share real talk about building business and life relationships. As a Texas realtor, I'm in the unique position to meet and know so many different people in a wide range of industries. These people are my tribe, and I leverage them not only to help my business, to but to help theirs as well. And today we have a guest that's part of my new tribe here at the OBBM Network, where I record this podcast. And his name is John Chester. He is a fellow podcast host. That's me. I'm fellow podcast host guy. <laughs> well, John Chester is much more than that, too. He is an author, speaker, licensed music therapist. John Chester hosts the Power of Positive Playlist podcast. And we discover how to use what you already have to get what you really want. With over 25 years of success in psychiatric facilities as a music therapist, John has created several successful programs for addiction treatment, depression, PTSD, to name just a few. That's where he documented the music people listened to and how they used it. Listening to music for entertainment is normal. Listening for motivation is productive. Listening to enable a bad habit like fear or an inactivity is harmful. People who have invested a lot of time looking to music to overcome the traumas of life. And that is where he created the power of positive playlists. Yes, it is. So tell me about some of that. I love listening to that podcast. Um, it, uh, it, it brings a lot of just kind of reality. It brings a lot of reality to, to what we're doing. Thanks. Yeah, it's been an interesting trip that I... Uh, I just didn't think I'd be taking, but I worked in psych in various incarnations for various populations, uh, acute psych, gerontology, meaning working with the older folks, uh, adolescent, uh, pre-adolescent, and it's been, and just regular adult and rehab, and the trip was uh, familiar. I had to be, uh, I, I was put in a psych facility by my mom. Back around 1979, I was in for five months, and it was different then. And uh, I was severely depressed and uh, emaciated. I showed up at my mom's house after being homeless for about eight months, and uh, she didn't recognize me. I scared the, the bejeebas out of her because I broke into her house <laughs> oh. while she was at work yeah. and went upstairs to my room and showered and went to sleep. And then she's downstairs watching the Carson show. And I show up and she's screaming. Uh, ah! And she didn't recognize me. And uh, then all of a sudden she realizes who I am. And she said, I look like a death camp survivor. So a few days later, after realizing that uh, things weren't really right with John Ivor, she checked me in, and I stayed there for five months, and they visited frequently, and um, it was uh, something that made a mark on me, which is something I take to my podcast and to my treatment when I was working in psych, which is uh, sometimes your tribe, your followers, you people who you follow are, are the people who are going through the same trash you're going through, and don't be ashamed of the trash. I mean, if you addiction issue, I don't care what you're addicted to. Uh, if you're working to get out, remember progress is still progress. 
And uh, that scar that you've got, that trash that you've stepped in, the poop uh, that is on your shoe, uh, is your job, and it is incumbent upon you to wipe it off. Uh, don't walk around the world with it like a badge going, look, I've got crap on my shoes. By <laughs> gosh, isn't this a wonderful thing? And people, you know why? Because people don't have to deal with your crap. But you wipe it off and then you can turn to somebody and say, hey, look, there's a big pile of crap over there. Let's not step in it. Let's go around it. <clears throat> or here's how you wipe it off. <laughs> and that way, all of a sudden, people start listening to you. Because I'm really not smarter than anybody else. I have a bigger mouth than most people. So I say things faster and quicker. And, and there's a lot more stuff coming out. But in reality, it's just the good Lord either put me through these things or because of my crap choices, I put myself through these things. Bad relationships, bad choices. And... Um, I was resilient enough to get through it. Yeah, and you got through it, and you didn't just get through it. You learned from it yeah. and were able to find a way to help others that had been in some of that poop on your shoe Yeah, it's as called well. empathy. Yeah, that, that's empathy. <laughs> I believe empathy is more powerful than education, uh, than anything you're going to get a, a sheepskin for. Uh, because when I was working in uh, psych, I would have a lot of people uh, throw the old trigger line at me. You have no idea what I've been through. <laughs> and I'll look at them and though, yeah, you're right. I, I don't understand your individual game. Uh, yeah, I had to take the, the meds. I, I did wake up not giving a day. I did pray for God to just take me. I prayed the, the prayer of Elijah where, please just take my life. It, it, nothing's working. I, it's a useless, it's a dead start. I'd rather be in, in heaven than deal with this hell down here. And uh, I have had the diagnosis and all this kind of stuff. And when I would say that to them, they would pause. And all of a sudden, I'd start getting followers at the psych <laughs> hospital, and they'd follow me around, which is an odd place to have, you know. have people. But, you know. all ducklings behind you, yeah, the Pied right. Piper kind of thing. Exactly. And the, and the counselors and the doctors, the psychiatrists would, would sit there and go, you know, you're really starting to develop a cult here. And I was going, <laughs> that's not my purpose. But on the other hand, they're listening to me. And so I would have therapists come up to me and say, can we treat with you? And I'm a bachelor music therapist and they're PhD, triple PhD and this kind of stuff. Again, I'm not smarter, but the empathy thing only comes from the mess you have been through. And you, as you said, you learn from it and you choose not to repeat it. Well, that's, I think that's the big key, right? I learned it. I am not going to do it again. Right. And I'm going to work every day. To not do it again. And you might do it again. Well, okay, because I, addiction think, is addiction, and it's and a it, crappy thing. Yes, and, it, and like you said, regardless of what you're addicted to, mm. the path is always right there. Right. And I think one of the things that if we can learn from it, and those things, we learn that it's there, and I'm about to go down it again. And how to recognize the door. And right. make the choice of whether that door is going to get opened again. That's good. Yeah, that that's very true because life is a series. It's, it's, it's a hallway, series of doors. You get to choose the lady and the tiger in some ways, but it's still ultimately the, uh, the concept of, uh, of choices. Uh, one of the most mind-opening books while I was deep in my depression was a book called I Never Knew I Had a Choice. Mm. I, I never knew I had a choice because when you're depressed— uh, when you're being oppressed by Satan, when you're being uh, 
in the wrong because you, you when you're depressed you're going to make crap choices and you're going to have the crap people around you. And you think you didn't make a choice. You think the choice happened to you. Yeah, you play the victim. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh gosh, I I played victim gold star. <laughs> and when I read that book and I started listening to other people and such, I realized it was so mind opening that I do have a choice. Because again, when you're depressed, you don't believe there are any choices. The world is closed to you. And so you start having these choices and God is all about choices. Uh, health is all about choices. Uh, we have the health engineer here, Clint Fuquay, I think is how you say his last name. And he, he's all about choices. Yeah. So uh, having a tribe is a choice. Having friends, having faith, having belief, having a marriage, having children. These are choices. And so these choices are going to be things that mark you, right. who you are. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, but I want to come back and talk about how you've incorporated music into some of these choices that people make and, and how that uh, helps to help them make better choices. Yeah, man. So take a short break. We'll be back to Relax, I Got This, Crushing It With Your Tribe with John Chester on the OBBM Network. Be the leader you know you can be. Build your professional network and access education that takes you where you want to go. We are women of all ages and backgrounds. You deserve national recognition and opportunities to build relationships with people you want to work and grow with. Hit the ground running with the Charisma Chapter of the American Business Women's Association. Meetings each month from 6 to 8.30 p.m. on the fourth Tuesday in Farmers Branch, Texas and online. Come with us. Experience ABWA for yourself. Go to charisma.abwa.org to learn more. Everybody loves music, but not everybody knows what it can do for you. I'm sure you've noticed issues like anxiety, depression, and addiction are up. At Chester Squared Music Therapy Services, we understand. We have a seasoned staff with almost 30 years of experience dealing with clients with Alzheimer's, PTSD, addiction recovery, pervasive developmental disorders, post-accident rehab, and head trauma. We have experience in the local school district special ed departments, psychiatric hospitals, rehab facilities, medical and counseling centers. For those who are struggling to break free of the 9-to-5 rut, I've developed my groundbreaking Power of a Positive playlist system taught in local psych- psychiatric and rehab facilities successfully for years, and it's helped thousands of people. If, like many people, you struggle with boundaries, inner voices, relationships, and practical spirituality, anxiety, and panic attacks, improve your life through the power of music therapy. I'm a published author of two books and available to speak at conferences, seminars, and corporate events. Go to ivorchester.com today. That's I-V-O-R chester.com. Go now. Welcome back to Relax, I Got This, Crushing It With Your Tribe, where we share real talk about building business and life relationships. And I'm here with John Chester, who is a music therapist, and we are talking about, well, choices and how everything, I guess when your feet hit the floor, you've got choices. Yep. And um, even before, to even get out before, of bed is a choice. Well, this is true. Opening some people your don't eyes, get out of bed. They don't get out of bed. Right. And you have incorporated music into your your programs to, to help people. And we've talked a little bit in the past, just in our conversations, um, about the choice of music that people listen to and how that can affect them. Yeah, and again, this is another thing I, well, it started way back when I was a young kid. My dad was a pharmacist and he's passed on and he was a, a very good pharmacist. And he started it around 1949. He got it from uh, the GI Bill from World War II, and uh, he 
stayed until, I don't remember, it was like 2012-ish, something like that or later. And he finally got out of it because it was too computerized and he couldn't meet people. But his idea was, uh, because back in the early days, they would call pharmacists doctors. Mm -hmm. And they would show up at our house all night and day and ask my dad to look at their foot, to check his temperature, to you know whatever it was. And dad would say, if you're doing this, then you're going to need to be taking this or you need to treat it this way. And he, he was still a homespun doctor in some ways, at least back when you know I was living at home. So uh, it became this write a prescription for, uh, for an issue. Right. And so I started to, and he's also the first influence of my music uh, and how you felt passionately about music. It's another story, but... Uh, I started to see that as a way to apply music somehow in my twisted little young brain. And it was like, okay, if you listen to this music, you start getting this emotional response if you have this mentality. So in other words, um, if I'm depressed and I listen to uh, In the Wee Small Hours of the Morning by Sinatra, sticking with my dad's uh, music choices, which is a slow, somber uh, I, I love the album. It's one of his uh, capital uh, albums with Nelson Riddle and such. Uh, and you listen to that while you're already pining and over the loss of a loved one, you know, the breakup, and you're going to just get more of the same. When I was working in psych, I would have people check in. They were listening to, oh, picking on Pink Floyd again, Comfortably Numb. <laughs> and uh, they already had a drug habit, and they're listening to Comfortably Numb. Gee, I wonder why you're not getting better. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, it's just music, man. Listen to that guitar solo. Gilmer, oh my gosh, he's a god. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. that's great. But the music is telling you this. Let's listen to the words yeah. for a minute. And and the music is, is so important. Oh, excuse me, the words are so important in the lyrics, but the music is the number one thing that affects the body somatically to where you, you mm. the, the chords, the resolution, uh, the pace, the beats per minute, and all these kind of things combine to make this emotional soup that we choose to consume uh, for a certain emotional uh, output. There's an event. Uh, this was done by Canfield, Jack Canfield. And he said there's an event there is a response and there's an outcome. The event is just picking something. You're depressed. Or you're addicted. Your response is to f dig the frickin' hole deeper. Because I feel better when I'm there. Yeah. Kind of like a comfort? Well, yeah, and okay. Or, or, oh. or a... Or a affirmation that the way There's I feel. The yeah, that's right. And that's that's the problem. Though I love the song Comfortably Numb. Good gosh. They took this five-dimensional concept of emotion and they put it into a, a, a onto a sheet of paper. <laughs> and then Gilmer plays music uh, to the guitar, the number one guitar solo for many years. And they made it into this massive emotional trigger. And it is beautiful. But... That trigger, if you're already in a mess, you're just going to get more mess. 
So it was a matter of, uh, like Bob Newhart says, stop it. So you're going to have to stop listening. No, stop listening to Pink Floyd. No, not entirely. But put it on a shelf for a while. Maybe for a little bit. Right. And let's go find you something kind of similar that still has a vibe that that works okay. I'm not saying to go listen to the Carpenters, you know, (laughs) Herman's Hermits and totally. No, you have to find something that vibes that, that resonates with where you are. But something that starts pulling you out. If somebody's in a hole and they want to get out, you don't throw them a shovel. You throw them a ladder. So you have to start finding music that is a ladder. And you start on the lower rung, like Martin Luther King says. To, 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 for the journey, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You just need to take the right. first step. So you have that step. You take that step and you start moving forward. The problem is most people are afraid of the very first step. And oh, they yeah. think the other ones are fictional. And yeah, because they can't see it, so it doesn't exist. Exactly. And I'm never going to get turned around. And this just, again, you know, validates my feelings. Yep. And it's not for me. I don't deserve it. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. My mother told me I was a loser. My first, second, third, fourth wife told me I was an a hole. Whatever. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know what? They may be right. Hello. Welcome to today. <laughs> Yeah. Now we're today. Oh, okay. Now what? Mom is dead. The fourth wife is nowhere nearby. Uh, the stupid teachers, you know, all the people that spoke negative to you uh, are, are speaking about your past. Welcome to today. Uh, you don't have to have today to be like June 21st, uh, 1975. Well, John Acuff talks about, he's got a book, um, Soundtracks, right? Yeah. And, and we, you know, a lot of times you hear the stories that we tell ourselves. Well, he uses the term soundtracks. Mm hmm. And I like that better, I think, um, because it is. It's the things we tell ourselves every day. I'm a loser. Yep. I'm fat. I'm not as smart as them. I'm not as good as them. And finding those things that confirm all that emotion, mm-hmm. and we stay where we are. Correct. And we don't see that the rest of the staircase is there. And, find, and sometimes it's finding somebody that doesn't love us to talk to, Right. We try and talk to our mother and our sister and our brother and our best friend, but they love us. And that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to help us. Correct. Yes, that's that's true. So it's you listen to um, you can listen to people who love you and you have to start it with an odd preamble that says, I need you to tell me the truth. Don't give me what I want to hear. Yeah. And you can do that in your relationships. How I've had to do it with my beloved wife of 20-something years is that we'll we'll create a safe zone. And I say, okay, and that means we take the emotions out. We can't escalate it. I'm having trouble understanding this. Can you help me get this? And instead of her loading a lot of emotional stuff on there, you always, you never, you haven't. And it's this, you have this issue where people are having trouble understanding when you do this. And I'll hear her speak, and my ears are open. So that builds a tribe. It builds an understanding between us that we know we can communicate. So we're going to marinate on that for a minute. That's a good word, marinate. Mm. And we're going to take a short break. We'll be back to Relax I Got This, crushing it with your tribe on the OBBM Network. Life as a business owner is risky. There's contracts. There's investments. There's lease contracts. What exactly are those risks? Sometimes it's not just what's in the contract, but what's missing that's just as important. Listen, if you don't have an attorney when you need an attorney, you are at risk. Get the oversight that your contract needs with a commercial real estate attorney that works for you to protect your interests. You can afford help, but you have to call me. My name is Jenna Zabrowski. 
go to lawbyjz.com or call 214-915-2501 in order to talk to me. I'm a commercial real estate and lease lawyer with over 10 years of experience, and there is never more power in your hands than before you sign that contract. So call me before you sign that contract. I'm not your attorney yet, but if you'd like that specific legal advice, give me a call, 214-915-2501 or lawbyjz.com. Local business, don't get run over like a freight train. What if there were television and podcast studios right in your own backyard? Call 214-714-0495. OBBM Network Studios at Grace Point Media are DFW's full-service media solution for busy business owners who want to support their local community. Want your own show? We'll put it together and promote it for you. Want to advertise to businesses? With over 20 platforms, OBBM Network gets you in front of DFW's business community in powerful and creative new ways. Associate in higher profile circles. Take advantage of guest spots on business TV or podcasts. Join us at 1860 Crown Road, Suite 1410 in Farmers Branch, Texas for an episode, or maybe two. In fact, make OBBM the place you meet for valuable one-on-ones. Profitable business, free America. Make media work for you, DFW. Call 214-714-0495 and check out the calendar on offbeatbusiness.com for events you don't want to miss. What was that number? 214-714-0495. Every business needs a dependable junk hauling service to keep their property clutter-free. Call 630-470-8307. Junk Luggers offers a wide range of eco-friendly residential and commercial junk removal services to help your business run smoothly and efficiently. Book your no-obligation estimate with Junk Luggers today. Banks and credit unions have unique junk, and Junk Luggers knows the business. Professional organizers, senior living communities, we're helping everyone clean up and start new. If you're redecorating, remodeling, or getting ready for new tenants, Junk Luggers will donate, recycle, and do our best to keep it out of the landfill. Call 630-470-8307. That's 630-470-8307 today. Welcome back to Relax, I Got This, Crushing With Your Tribe, where we share real talk about building business and life relationships. So let's talk about that, life relationships, and how do we... How how do we go from who we are, who people have told us we are, mm. to who we are really supposed to be, mm-hmm. and getting people to accept that and draw the right people to us instead of the undesirable people we've been attracting our whole life? Yeah, boy, that's that's gold. And the answer is something that some people aren't going to get, some people aren't going to like, but it really boils down to the concept of you have to be yourself. <clears throat> you have to be what you were intended to be. If it seems a little abrasive, uh, then you're allowed to, to, to tenor it some. Uh, I'll give you a little peek uh, into my tent. At times, my wife will, tell, will come up to me, uh, and this was starting when I was a pastor, yeah, believe it or not, and <laughs> she was saying, you know, John Ivor, people just aren't getting you. I have to explain you. And that hurt and it put more work on my wife, which I didn't want because she already has enough and just dealing with me. So she shouldn't have to explain. And finally, and that happened decades ago, finally, only recently, I've turned to her and I said, honey, you need to stop explaining me because one, it doesn't work for people who don't want to understand. Right. They'll never love you. They'll never understand you because people who want to love you will seek a way to understand you. But if you require this, why is he like this? 
kind of nonsense, then you're being pulled into their court and having to explain yourself. That's like being pulled before a judge and can you tell me why this is... No, I don't have to do that anymore. Right. Now, that sounds arrogant, but in the reality of it is... You're allowed to sit there and go, that's just how I feel. That's how I respond. That's how I, this is my experience. You cannot change that. Well, maybe you should, maybe you should, but not yeah, me. Because it's, it gets that empathy too. Maybe you should understand where I came from a little bit yeah. so that you understand why I behave or I speak or I say or I do the things that I'm doing today. And yes, completely, 100%, but please get this, for those of you who are a bit, borderline or, or people who are very uh, abrasive, very abrasive, take it from somebody who can be abrasive. I am not giving you carte blanche to be an a-hole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying just because you can speak frankly, just because you can talk real fast, just because uh, you lack boundaries, I'm not giving you the, the, the green flag to go out there and be that to people. You, you can still have to be kind. Yes, you have to be kind. You have to be <laughs> respectful. Uh, and you have to have some reason into venturing into that territory in the first place. Otherwise, you're just bringing it to be a personality disorder. And that's not <laughs> and, helpful. And that's not what it no, is. No. No, because I think, you know, we, a lot of us, for me, it was, why do you wear such tall shoes? You're already tall. Uh. Or you're loud. My voice is loud. I know you've probably had that one. And but I'm a girl. Yeah, and I'm, I have. yeah I'm a loud, tall girl. <laughs> you know. And it just it finally, I went. What do I? You're not my husband. What do I care if you think exactly. I'm tall? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, Preach and it, things sister. like yeah. that. And it and it becomes this awareness in you where you give yourself permission mm. to be you mm-hmm. instead of being who you think. Somebody else expects you to be. Exactly. Being the realtor that I am. Mm. I'm not big hair, nails, and drive a Mercedes. I drive a <laughs> Subaru because it is effective for my job and what right. I need it to do. It's a part of a tool of my trade. Perfect. And that is, and if you don't want to work with me because I drive a Subaru instead of a Mercedes, well, that's fine because some yeah. people don't care. <laughs> right. But that's what it, you know, we spend a life um, um, comparing ourselves mm. to other people in our field or in our age group, or in our neighborhoods, and in our communities, and when really... It's worthless. It's worthless. Yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah, and like I said before we were talking, uh, before we started the show, uh, I started my shows off being this kind of person, and uh, my shows, first several shows were rather banal. Uh, I had good guests and such, and it worked out okay. But I was trying to be what I thought I should be to get my message out. And my following has increased. My tribe has improved and increased because I'm more who I am. And I say what I I think needs to be said with trying not to be a jerk and still uh, make it entertaining and uh, informative. That way... The people know who I am. They they accept me as as that, and I don't have to do a lot of emotional calisthenics to uh, to impress anybody. Yeah. Well, and that and that's very freeing, isn't it? Oh gosh, it feels so good. I can walk into a room and not have to have a certain posture or shine my shoes on the back of my leg or anything. It's just it's it's nice when you don't have to run through all like mm-hmm. when you when you walk into a room and you know you can be you yeah. and you don't have to do an inventory of who's in the room oh, yeah. to decide how I need to be or even better 
I belong here. Yes. I have a voice here. I belong here. I've been asked to be here or I've put my place into this. And so I'm here. And it feels wonderful. And before the show, you had made a comment about how you were looking at your daughter's playlist. (laughs) And... um, and and it brought you to the song Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes. Tell, tell that story again real quickly. We've so, only got a yeah, little bit of time, go. but it's a good one. So the idea, uh, my she's my second daughter, God bless her, and uh, she's the more quiet type at certain things. So uh, when things get tough between her and I, there's one thing she and I always can really resonate with, and that's music. And it's like the song the Great Blue uh, from the Deep Blue Something, Breakfast at Tiffany's from, I think, the 90s. And it the, the the chorus goes. I said, "What about Breakfast at Tiffany's?" And and you said, "Well, I, uh, you know, I remember the film." And I said, "Well, I think we both kind of liked it." And I said, "Well, that's the one thing we've got, and that one thing is enough." To where you can start building that relationship. And she and I, she showed me her playlist and there were things on there that I knew a lot. And she was like, wow, you really know that. And now she and I vibrate uh, with a greater appreciation. I don't look at her music going, her music, and she doesn't look at mine being the old man music, at least not all of it. <laughs> For example, I've trained her to like Kate Bush and now Kate Bush is She is it. like it. She, she is the it girl of... Yeah. 30 years later. And I was listening to Bush in 77, and she made this, <laughs> my daughter made this cynical comment, oh, social media right now is all lit up with the little girls going, I knew Kate Bush back when. And I'm going, yeah, I really did know Kate Bush back when. Yeah, I did, yeah. So. Oh, well, we are out of time. We could keep talking for, for hours, uh, I yeah. think. So, John Chester, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having and, me. And uh, tell them how they can get a hold of you other than here at the OBBM Network. Yeah, you can contact me here on the OBBM website as well as Ivor Chester, I-V-O-R Chester.com. Uh, I'm also on Amazon where I'm my best-selling, number one best-selling book, Your Amazing Itty Bitty Book on the Power of Positive Playlist, which is based on my podcast of the same name. And uh, geez, I'm a regular culprits of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, tearing it up there as well. Awesome. So check him out because he has got so much great information. And like I said, his is one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. So as a Texas realtor, I have the unique opportunity to meet great people in a wide range of industries. If I can help you with any of your real estate needs or you need the services of those in my tribe, please reach out to them. Check all the show notes out for John's information. Who you're in business with matters. Who your relationships are matters. Thanks for dropping in. Come back and hear us again on Relax, I Got This, crushing it with your tribe on the OBBM Network. You've been listening to the Relax, I Got This podcast with Robin McCoy. To become a member of Robin's tribe or find out about guest and sponsor opportunities, call 214-226-3770. For DFW home sales information, go to RobinMcCoyRealty.com. Relax, I Got This, Crushing It With Your Tribe is produced for the OBBM Network and available wherever you're listening to podcasts. Unauthorized use of the Relax, I Got This podcast or the OBBM Network podcast brands are strictly prohibited. Call 214-714-0495 for permission requests and program information.